Hello and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where Nick Benson and my dad Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. All right, welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother Nick Benson. What's up? Hi, Nicholas. What's up? How are you? Good. How you doing? No, seriously, though, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just happy to be here with you. True. You said it's a little early? Or maybe I'm here with you. Mm, no, I'm here with you. I think I'm here with you. No. Because we're at your humble abode. No, no. We're in the spirit, Nicholas. <laughs> Stop right. fleshing out on our podcast. Let's <laughs> not weird people out. <laughs> right? Let's <laughs> not weird people. Too late. <laughs> but if you are listening by now, 92 episodes in, you know what's going to happen. You know what's yeah, going to happen. Be weird. It's going to get weird. And apparently, according to your mom and your sister, it's all my fault. <laughs> what? Well, oh. <laughs> not true. Right? <laughs> I just feel the fire sometimes. You do. You do. They don't, they don't see. They do. see you as like the innocent Nick, and that is not true. <laughs> Tony said that yesterday. I get your game. You over there, quiet. Yeah. See, <laughs> see. <laughs> Just plotting. Scales were removed from his eyes. <laughs> now you and Tony both know. <laughs> I'm made. Oh, uh, you're made. That's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, get get back on track. Get back on track. Focus. Um, here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we like to be salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, in episode uh, 92 here today, we wanted to, to talk about um, just passing through, um, which is something I think we brought up like a while ago, but just never, mm-hmm. never really kind of engage in the topic. Mm-hmm. But today's a day mm-hmm. that the Lord has made. Right. So what do you got, Nick? Just passing through. Um, actually, what brought it back up to my attention was pastor's teaching on Wednesday. Mm. Um he was going over the, the helmet of salvation mm-hmm. and he literally said that we're just passing through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh, and I think I, like, I texted you immediately. It was during service. Something like, I don't like know if you have access to your phone when during service, nor being you know distracted by people like me, sending you texts during service. But... Should, we, should, should you get that answer <laughs> recorded? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I couldn't help myself. I, like I was like, Oh, that's, you know, we hadn't came up with a topic yet for this week. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, oh, that's it. Because um, this is something that's been on my heart for the last few weeks is, you know, I mean, obviously everyone sees what's going on with everything. So everyone has their theory on um, how close the Lord is to returning or, or, or not. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I feel like we're all in agreement that that is very soon. Uh, especially with everything happening. So um, for myself, the past few weeks, it's just been, you know, even with pastors teaching uh, through Mark um, on Sundays, it's about the tribulation. It's about Mm -hmm. end times. It's about um, being ready ultimately. And I have to constantly remind, remind myself, but also, remind my loved ones and people that I encountered that what we're going through now and where we are at is not where are we're going to be like not, it's not our final destination so we are just literally mm. 
just passing through. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to be one good stewards of what you know the world's given us, or the world, what the Lord's given us here on this planet. Um, but remember that we are just passing through. So um, something that you know, not to bring up the uh, Christophari again, but they have <laughs> they did a rendition of the the song. Um, I forgot what it's fully called, but something about uh, us being ready or. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um make ready or yeah i know what you're talking about it was like their own song right yeah it's yeah. about um the rapture happening yeah and wishing everybody was ready but there's yeah. going to be people that aren't ready or weren't ready um so for me that one's been in my head a lot because i'm like man that's one you know um we are in the world so we pray that we are that we remain faithful as we walk through this planet or through this world um with work and family and we want to do everything that honors and, and um, praises the Lord while doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that so many times we get caught in conversations with people that don't know him. And we can't leave that conversation knowing that that person also now knows him. You know, it's not every single conversation we have. Do we have that assurance that every single person knows mm-hmm. that one, Jesus loves them too. Jesus wants them to be saved and three, he's about to come back and the world's going to end at any moment. You know? mm-hmm. First Peter four, seven says, and NLT says the end of the world is coming soon. Therefore mm-hmm. be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. So while thinking about the just passing through aspect and, and how I'm living my walk and being more purposeful about my personal walk, my family's walk, also those I encounter, mm-hmm. but when not, physically walking i need to be praying um so the the time in my car now you know is a, is a lot of um prayer uh, not just for to get to work safely because it's crazy out there but mm. um to also pray for those people i know that don't know him and maybe um are lost at the moment and uh aren't prepared for that that second coming and for for that that raptured moment and they would be the ones left behind mm-hmm. um and which kind of, you know which breaks my heart because especially some of the people that i know that are close to me i feel like are right around the corner from understanding but don't want to fully give in mm-hmm. um and i and i and that one hurts me personally because i know that feeling because mm-hmm. i was there for so much of my life i was more on that yeah i know but <laughs> you know like terminate i'll be back like you yeah. know, i'll come back to this when i when i not need. yet yeah yeah wow yeah that's a that's a great intro for our for our topic because even as you were saying it like just those words like just just passing through can come off as like a a, a passive approach to life, a mm-hmm. passive approach to your walk. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not necessarily what we mean. It, it's because, you know, hell is coming to earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so it so is the judgment of Christ. Right. Uh, the judgment by Christ of God. And like, we don't want to be here for that. We don't want our loved ones to be there for that, mm-hmm. because if it was all fun, we wouldn't be passing through. You know what I mean? We wouldn't be passing time air quotes here. You know, we would just be rolling. Right. It would be completely different. It would be all good, but it's not. It's not all good because of sin. Right. It's not all good 
because of the wickedness and the wicked one. Um, but, you know, us understanding that there is a place that we're headed is, is paramount in our, in our faith. Mm-hmm. It's paramount in, in who we are, um, but also in what we do about it, right? Because you talked about, you know, it has to be evidence in our work, in our lives, and everything that we do. Um, but at the same time, while we do that, we create the, 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 the gap between us and the enemy. And the enemy stronghold is this world, is, is the earth, right? And we get, you know, we, we get the scales, again, right, removed from our eyes, and we're able to actually see sin for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's death. Mm-hmm. And it stinks. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible. It's decay. And when we see that, you know, it's, 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 it's um, kind of almost like putting us in a state where, like, it's like, wow, that's, that's, that's not good. That's gross. That's ugly. Um, and I'm so glad that I'm passing through. But the fact of the matter is there's people that we love on the other side. They don't, they haven't fully accepted, grasped, or felt the weight of what is, is happening in their lives. Right. And where they're, and where they're headed. And, you know, just like you, there's people that are very close to me, um, that are in that same boat. And, you know, I can't even, for some of them, I can't even say that it's not like they don't know because they know. Right. You know what I mean? They just choose not to not to accept that. And, you know, like like what John Mata was saying, like there's an hourglass over our head that we don't know how much sand is left. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're you know, we're, we're, we're kind of we're playing with fire if, if, if we don't you know redeem the time while we have it. Right. We really don't know how old we, we are. No. On Earth. No. Yeah. No. Because mm-hmm. you can be 45, but. You'd be living like you're 90. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, It's it's scary to think about, but also you have to think about it with that eternal perspective, mm -hmm. which then makes it not so scary. It makes there, there's like a, there's that hope to look for. Mm -hmm. For And you said it's like paramount to our faith Mm because if we get stuck up in what, you know, is happening here, like you said, we're no longer just passing through. We're now just in it. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're stuck up in something yeah. we're supposed to keep moving through. Yeah. And this is it. You know what I mean? Like this, this life is what you're living for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you compare, you know, our, you know, 40 years to 100 years, that's the, that's nothing, you know, on, on the line of eternity, right? Because that one doesn't end. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trying to explain to to Jordan, it's like, you know, that one little grain of sand on the bottom of the ocean, right? Yeah, you could probably get down there, you could find it. But then you got to compare that with everything else that's that's there. And, you know, there's nothing to compare, right? It's mm-hmm. the infinite amount of, of sand, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Across the whole entire earth, right? And we're living for that one little grain. Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nah. All right. Um, I wanted to... Um, I wanted to take this a little bit of a different way and it's going to take a while to kind of explain. So maybe if you can kind of share what the Lord put on your heart. Um, as well, you might be saying it because we probably have the same scripture um, at some point in this yeah. podcast. And this might be the first one, the first time. <laughs> um, so I'll just say it. Um, one of the things just passing through something that's been, um, also, you know, obviously the, the, 
the feeling of the Lord being right around the corner, uh, the sadness that um, I see people still um, stuck in certain sin, even people I don't know and driving around and seeing, you know, the, the, the homeless and the, the people that are just, you know, lost um, mm. in, in so many different ways. Um, that, that has been tugging on heartstrings. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't know how much I can say or not say, but um, me and a couple of brothers have been working on um, some songs. And one of them is about um, like the not of this world thought, you know, so like we see those stickers on a, a ton of car, cars mm. and um, some people are, you know, uh, professing Christians. Some just have it because it's the thing to have. It's like the, the, blessed. It's like the hecky sticker. The, right, they're the, blessed. He, he's greater than I. Blessed. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, those are the shirts more than the. the yeah, yeah, yeah. The gear. Yeah, the gear. Um, but that thought has been something that we've been praying on and writing on. Is the the this is not our home. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is just something that's that's here now. But we have something better and and more. Um, more joyful to look forward to than anything that can be like given to us here mm-hmm. on earth. And pastor also brought this up on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me feel like it was confirmation. This is what needed to be talked about, which also made me think that J- Justin would have these verses. Mm-hmm. So I kind of called this out before we even started. And to let everyone know, we don't have any sort of script. We kind of Nope. We we come up with a topic and then we both come to the table with what the Lord's given to us individually prepared. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the fact that we both sat on these verses is also confirmation that mm. they need to be talked about. Yeah, and we will have different perspectives on it. So um, God's going to work right here, and so and probably for me and for you more than anyone else listening. Me. <laughs> uh, so. I have um, just uh, John 14, 1 mm-hmm. through 6. Mm-hmm. So the NLT, so that's going to be cool too because we'll read two different translations. Is that the group NLT? or That, <laughs> that is to come, but yes. <laughs> maybe look it up on Spotify soon. Shout out. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah, or maybe go to LifeFest at a church. Just saying. Verse 1 says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If there were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, when everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you will know, and you know the way to where I am going. No, we don't know, Lord Thomas said. We have no idea where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to me or come to the Father except through me. Mm. And the not of this world thought, the just passing through um, repetition in my head is is stuck on, on verses 1 um, and 2. Because if you trust God's word, if you trust the Bible, mm-hmm. then you trust what Jesus says. Mm-hmm. And the red letters say that, and that's Jesus's word saying, if it were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to play, prepare a place for you? So, like, if you trust God, then why would like you would take His word for what it is? So, like, mm. He's basically saying, like, if I if if, the, if it wasn't really there, why would I tell you it's there? 
Yeah. So it's like, come on, like if you got faith, you know, so that, you know, that's what was that word you said right now? If you have faith. Okay. Uh, crucial word. Crucial. Um, so don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also me. There's more than enough room in my father's home. So pastor touched on that because the translation, I don't know if it's new King James or if it's King James talks about mansions, many mansions. Yeah. And pastor touched on that, which I'm glad he did because, um, our Western thoughts go to mansions like the Beverly Hills and mm -hmm. the, the big, big, large homes that celebrities live in. Right. And the, the cribs on MTV. Cribs. You know, like the, wow. <laughs> that's, that's that's like where my mind goes mansions wise. Mm. Um, or rap videos, you know, with like the cool background um, houses and stuff like that. So for him to touch on that also was was providential for me because I probably my mind would have went there right now and talking so, but he, mm. uh, the Lord used the pastor to kind of rear reel me in and kind of humble me for a second because it's not because you thought you had a mansion. Yeah. It's not Ooh. about some sort of material gaining when we're going to heaven. Yeah. It's about being in God's presence and praising right. and worshiping him. And we're going to be grateful and thankful for that alone. Yeah. So it doesn't matter about, you know, going to ask Adam why he sinned or not, or yeah. what kind of mansion I'm going to have, or, you know, like the, these questions are beginning to become irrelevant mm. in the face of face to face moment of Jesus. It's not going to matter no more. Amen. So looking forward to living in the same home. It doesn't, I don't even need a room. Right. I will, li I will sleep on God's couch. Right. I'll sleep on the floor if I have to, mm -hmm. um, because I'll, I will be that grateful to be in his presence. Amen. And that's it. Just that proximity and being present with God is something that like we are yearning for and desire here on earth. Mm -hmm. And we will get that answered because we're just passing through. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'll read the, uh, the New King James Version uh, because I like, I like verse 5. And then you said that word faith. That's going to be a fantastic tie in here to what, what I wanted to go through. Uh, but it says, starting in uh, chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know the way. I'm sorry. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. This verse 5 is, 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 is important here. Because Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus' answer is foundational. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm. Thomas's question is like that underpinning of the whole, of, of what the world is seeking, right? Like, I don't know. Where are you going, right? Like, people don't know where they're going, so they're stuck here. So they're not even able to like pass through because their feet are planted here on earth. Mm. They're not even walking. They're just like stationary. And then when you're stationary, and this is going to get weird, but it'll make sense in a second. But when you're stationary on a planet that's moving, mm -hmm. then all these things are just passing by you and you're just taking them all on. You're not even progressing. Mm. But if you move in the right manner, then the rotation works, gravity works, everything's fine. But if you're stationary, like everything is just hitting you, right? It's almost like a cycle. Like it's just smacking you upside your head. Oh, there's this, there's that. You know, it's such a cruel world. Yeah, absolutely. 
because you're stuck here. Mm. You're not passing through, yeah. right? Keep moving. Keep moving. Yeah. Keep moving. Keep it moving. But where I wanted to uh, to go was actually the uh, the Hall of Faith, Hebrews chapter eleven. It's going to take a little bit, so I'm just asking you guys to kind of bear with me because this is this is what the the journey that the Lord took me on um, while I was preparing for this. But most importantly, because if we're just passing through, then we have to understand that one, there's something on the other side, mm -hmm. but two, there's, there's this, there's a substance that gets us through everything that we're going to face. So if we're passing through, we're in a perpetual motion, we're continuing to walk, but it's not just on this flat, steady ground, right? There's hills, there's valleys, there's mountains, there's rivers to cross. There's all these things that take place. Mm -hmm. That we have to go through but we need this substance to get us through everything and that substance for our walk is going to be that faith so i'm going to kind of step through verses 1 through 12 um and and kind of bullet out like some 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 points here so verse one one of one, one of my favorite verses i feel like i say that all the time but i'm serious <laughs> one of my favorite verses <laughs> says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen, for by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. You see, that faith is that substance that we should be looking for, right? That we should be counting on our faith. We can't see heaven. We can't see the mansions. We can't see our father's house, but we can see the evidence of everything. You can't see the wind. You've never seen the wind. You've seen the effects of the wind. You've seen the, the destruction it can do or... Um, you can see the beauty of it rolling through a meadow as the as the um, the grass and everything kind of sways back and forth or the trees sway back and forth. You see the effects of it, mm -hmm. um, but you don't actually see it. And that is like a good kind of um, example of what our faith should be. Right. Our faith should be for what is hoped for. We know that the wind is there. Mm -hmm. We can see it affecting us. So we count on it being there. The wind is there. I know it's there. But it also. Um, should be the evidence for us that God is still moving. God is still working. There's still work to be done. I still have a walk to do. I have to finish my race. There's things that I need to progress towards. Mm. So as we continue here, it's, um, it says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Mm. So everything that we see that, that we have here, and Jordan and I were actually, you know, talking about this, like everything that's on earth has been here since the beginning of time. We have, we have actually not created anything. We have modified everything. Mm -hmm. We haven't created anything. Everything that we have was already here. There's nothing added, nothing that has been added, nothing. So all of that was created by something which we cannot see, mm -hmm. right? Because there's nothing that we're, that we're, we're, we're creating here. It's just, we're, we're modifying everything mm -hmm. and then calling it a creation. Be careful there. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's funny because the new telescope is kind of uh, disproving the Big Bang theory, and like it's all over like Google this morning, and it's talking about how they were they don't know what the the NASA and everyone are going to do and how they're going to explain because the the way that the pictures are just showing more than what we've ever seen. They're like, oh well, yeah. See what happened was <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a really big explosion. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps going. Because yeah. what they thought they knew, they didn't really know. Yeah. And
it's just being proven by the more things they think they come up with. Like to to your point about, we just keep using different ingredients and coming up with different, you know, bedazzled things. Right. But wow. (laughs) Just so everybody knows, Nick's mic is bedazzled. (laughs) Wait till episode 100, maybe you'll see. Boom. All right. Um, now I'm gonna need one. <laughs> right now, for sure. For right now you're gonna get one. <laughs> oh, great. I'm, I'm sure there's some people out there that would love to get you a bedazzled yeah, yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. HBO, <laughs> hook a brother up. <laughs> All right. Um, so real quick, I'm gonna step through like the Hall of Faith because each of these are things that we have to keep in mind as as we're passing through. Okay. So by faith, Abel offered God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. So obviously by faith, we sacrifice. So that's the first one, sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had a testimony that he pleased God, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Okay. So by faith, we walk with God, Mm -hmm. right? And there's a, there's a big thing that I won't go into, but it's with God. Okay. That's how our walk is. That's how we're just passing through by faith. Noah being divinely warned of things, not seen moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according by faith. Again, by faith, we fear God. It was that fear. He knew. And it's hard to fathom what Noah was doing in spite of every single person that was around him and then watching him for years and years and years building this boat mm-hmm. and just going, man, you are a crazy dude. You are absolutely crazy. And then Noah's like, the, the longer he goes into it, the more he sees everybody's flesh rising above him and at him. But at the same time, knowing that like, like I do have to protect my family. This is wickedness. Like we think we're being persecuted. Even people that are truly being persecuted in other countries still cannot fathom what Noah was going through. But again, that fear is what had him in place. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going, right? So by faith, Noah, I'm sorry, yeah, by faith, excuse me, Abraham obeyed, right? He obeyed God. And that's something that we have to understand as we're passing through because that disobedience will get us off path faster than, than, than anything else. Mm-hmm. Additionally, um, by faith, he being, being Abraham, uh, dwelt in the land of promise in a foreign country, dwelling in his tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. He waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. That's the promised land. By faith, we dwell where we are called until we get to go home. And then by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him, capital H, faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him, as good as dead, were born as many as the stars in the sky in in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is on the seashore. 
You see, by faith, God will honor his promises. By faith, we realize that there's more to life than what we see. And there's a place that has been made by God, not by man, that we are headed to. So we're just passing through. And that's only going to happen if we exhibit that faith. And it's only by faith that we could truly reach that place where we're going. And we have to lean on our faith. Our walk should be strictly predicated on that faith. So that part was like the the hall of faith. But in order to get through the hall of faith, you have to walk, right? <laughs> and we truly are just passing through, but also must recognize that each of these people that have been mentioned so far mm. have kind of cut a path for us to show us what each of those portions of, of faith look like, how they are applied, um, but also given us a direction and a focus to, to, to look at because of each of those, those components, which I'll just, I'll, re I'll repeat one more time. It's that sacrifice. It's that walk with God. It's that fear of God. It's that obedience to God. It's to dwell where we are until we're called home. Right. But it's also um, to understand that God will honor his promises, right? Those are the things that were exhibited through that portion of the hall of faith. Now, um, if we look at Hebrews chapter 11 again, but look at verses 13 through 16, this is kind of where like the rubber meets the road. And as we walk through the hall of faith, you get all these examples and you kind of, you're leaving the hall of faith and you begin to say, okay, now I know where I'm going. Now I know why I'm going there. And now I know who's there and how I'm going to get there. Like this is kind of the, what, what I would call like the payoff, right? So in verses 13 through 16, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off were assured of them. So they saw them afar off and they were assured of them. So they took those steps of faith, right? Uh, Embrace them and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Mm. That's why we're just passing through. Mm -hmm. You walk out of the hall of faith, and then we walk towards this homeland, right? I like that word. I don't know what it says in yours, but it says here, homeland. Yeah, a heavenly homeland. A heavenly homeland. Yeah. Like that's where we're going. Yeah. We're just passing through. We're on this journey called life, on this walk of faith, um, but we're just passing through. But because, and this is important here, because we now understand these things and we are now walking on this narrow path, like we have to call others to go with us because this path is so narrow, not many people are on it mm -hmm. or it would be wider because it would be cut wider. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's narrow for a reason. Right. There's a small there's a small I don't want to say window, but there's a small portion of this whole entire earth and all of the opportunities that are in it that we have to walk right. Mm -hmm. Right. It cannot be compromised or convoluted by anything other anything other than what we are called to do. And if it's not from God, then it's not right. Mm -hmm. um, but we have to pull others onto this path, inviting them to join us, to show them, to walk them through the hall of faith, to help them to understand 
Like this is this is what Jesus came and died for so that we can have this inheritance so that we can have an abode in the house of God so we can have proximity and eternity with him mm. um, regardless of whatever we've done. Right. You mentioned pastor's message on Wednesday and he brought up a fantastic point and I don't have my notes with me right now, but um, but he brought up about it doesn't matter how great or how much or whatever your sin was past present and future mm. all forgiven by what jesus did on the cross mm -hmm. so the only thing preventing you from from walking through the hall of faith and walking on this narrow path is your acceptance of him it's mm -hmm. the only thing that's preventing you it's you it's not him it's not the world it's not your circumstances it's not the sin that you're caught up in it's not the the the, the all of the things that you've done and the weights and the burdens none of that matters it's all been taken off of you and forgiven mm. there's no burden that you're called to carry right that is all to be laid at the cross and whatever he gives back to you you have to be a good steward of other than that you walk right and yeah that's why grace is that unmerited gift mm. right because it's something we have to re receive as a gift it's yes. something given not something we're going to do anything to get it's just are we going to receive his gift and how do you receive it as, as having faith right mm. is that belief in him and that's where you receive and then you walk it out and yeah, that, I mean, Hebrews 11 <clears throat> is that awesome example of mm -hmm. the entire, you know, that's why they call it the hall of faith because it's like the, the superstars of the Bible and are basically for us to look back on, to base what they did and use it as that, you know, application, but also um, something to look like try to be better than even mm -hmm. you know because i feel like strive for, yeah. yeah because like i'm thinking sports because that's where my head, head goes a lot of the time so a lot of those people that are in the hall of fame for any particular sport those current players that are doing that sport now are trying to be better than them yep because they want to one be in that hall of fame but mm -hmm. two they want to be known for being better than that next person yeah. so that's like a that's pride you know that's like a natural human uh competition even you know so we we strive to do things so there's like a good way of doing it and a bad yeah. way of doing it why not strive to be like these heroes um these you know superheroes really if you think about it because mm -hmm. these guys did it before jesus you know we we at least know the whole story you know we know there was a finish and a paid for and mm -hmm. a, something for us to even receive where these people were doing their walk blindly yeah. They just knew God told them to do something by faith and they walked yes. and it's, and right here in my notes on, on this exact page of the Bible, it says, quote, practical faith, unquote, means living by obedience. Mm -hmm. And like, I always try to find a way. That's why I wrote this. I always try to find a way to apply what I'm reading or what someone's teaching me to my walk. And it's that easy in my head. Okay. Mm -hmm. How do I practically how do I do what I'm learning here? What mm -hmm. these people have showed me example wise, how do I apply it to my life? And what do I do from it? It's, Oh, I live by obedience. Mm -hmm. I obey what God's word tells me to do and I need to do it. And at the best of my ability, you know, like I was going to make a hall of fame or hall mm -hmm. of faith. Yeah. Amen. And that's, that's a great point about the, the striving, right. And, uh, and, and understanding that, you know, they laid the foundation, but we're to take it further, right? Their, their witness and testimony is reaching so many, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not to you to use your words practically applicable to mm -hmm. everybody now. But seeing a Nick and Justin 
practically applying it in front of you in the flesh is 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 you know confirmation of what's taking place here that we're reading but also uh, evidencing the work of God in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. The, the redemption, the redemptive work of the cross working in and through us, right? The spirit just guiding us and saying, nope, don't go there, go here. Nope, don't do that, do this, right? Mm-hmm. And continuing to kind of keep those bumpers and those guide rails up so that we stay on that path. And as everybody that's around us that's watching us is seeing that, we become that tangible witness for them so that, you know, those seats are being planted for an opportunity to witness and minister to them down the road mm-hmm. or for anybody else that may come. It doesn't, it's not going to always be us. Yeah. But the way we live and the way we walk as we're just passing through is, is, is paramount that we exhibit that faith that we just talked about here and continuing that. And like you said, kind of, you know, pushing and striving to do just a little bit better. Right. If we looked at what we expect and what we desire for our families and for our kids and the next generation, the generation all the way down, Mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Well, that should be the same for our faith at at the same time. Right. Right. And yeah, the practical walk is then explained in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, right? Because it says to, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses Mm -hmm. to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin so easily trips us up. Mm -hmm. And let us run with endurance the race God has given before us. How? We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding the shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Yeah. Another one of my favorite portions of scripture. Like, I mean, we both, I believe, wear even the wristbands. Or we had the, the men's conference that even gave out these wristbands or retreats. Which one? Uh, the run with endurance Hebrews. No, it was a, Oh yeah. That one broke the, Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. yeah Cause it's a, it was a f- four or five years ago, maybe more, or something more, more than, than that. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh geez. Yeah. But yeah, that, those were, yeah, 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 I can't even remember yesterday. Um, but, but I, I love those verses because it comes right after the hall of faith yes. because yeah. it says, let us these huge, this huge crowd of witnesses. So everything we just read in Hebrews 11, then yeah. you apply by how, by stripping off all the weight that slows you down and run with endurance, mm. you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the way, um, so I'm glad you did that. That's the way that you step out of the hall of faith. Yeah. Right. Cause after you have left those doors and you begin to embark on the path, the, there's some important things here, which, you know, we we're not going to be able to do it justice, but I'm going to, I'm just, I want to kind of point out a couple of things because we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, right? Those are the people that are championing you on, cheering you on. Like I did this, you could do it. Yeah. Right. If you look at athletes, what they do after their playing career is over is they actually go back and they coach Mm -hmm. and they try to help people saying, Hey, look, this is how I did it. You could do it so much better. And they try to bring up, like I mentioned earlier, the next generation, but also that we lay aside all of the weight in the sin, which so easily ensnares us. That, like I mentioned earlier, those things that we pick up, whatever burdens we think we have are not ours to carry. They're not ours to carry. We lay those aside. Mm. We lay them aside, but then we continue, right? So let us run uh, with endurance, right? Endurance is an important word because it's not talking about short-term sprints. No sprint. No sprint. It's a long game. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. It could be... It could be like today could be my last day or I could have 40 more years. Like I have to have endurance to make it however long the Lord has called me through right. whatever the Lord has called me. Endurance isn't only distance. Yeah. 
it's like that pressure that you're going to be facing and the resistance that you're going to be up against that you need, you know, air quotes here, the endurance to get through mm. because of the race that was set before us. But two kind of locks it in. Verse two mm -hmm. locks it in, right? Mm -hmm. How should we be doing this, right? Should we be looking at the path going, oh, wow, it's kind of messed up? No, it says looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. That's where we leave everything. Despising the shame, he took it all that we would ever need and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, the mm. place where we desire to go and watch and see and abode with him. Mm. Something to look forward to. Amen. I like how you said it. We lock in because that's that's that focus point. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's really the only way to find peace, joy, all the fruits of the Spirit on this planet is by keeping our eyes focused on him and knowing that we're not of this world and this is not our home. It's, mm. you know, we are just passing through. We are sojourners, pilgrim, pilgrims, you know, we are. Um, but it also, um, I have two, two verses that I wanted to go to before we end the episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have probably a few minutes either way, but um, to go with, to go along with the, the walking by faith, like mm. being obedient to it. And then, let, you know, stripping off the sin and being able to run with endurance. Like, so we're stripping the weights off so we can actually be more efficient with our run. Right. So Ephesians 5, 15 and 16 says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, mm. but like those who are wise, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days or new King James says, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time mm -hmm. because the days are evil. Mm -hmm. And that's, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, or sorry, two verses because it's 15 and 16, but um, it is something to stay motivated on for my daily walk because it's easy to be lazy and it's easy to walk like a fool mm. because everyone else is doing it. <laughs> we're, you know, we're not called sheep for no reason. Right. You know, we, we are... Um, Creatures that tend to, uh, the quote, monkey see, monkey do, you know, like that, that, that's still true to even adult form, you know, mm -hmm. like that's not just a, a kid trying to like learn or copy his friend. Like we, and we can see, I, I feel like I can see it plain as day, but maybe not for others, but trends get set by certain people and then everyone follows suit depending mm -hmm. on whatever that person wore or said or did. Mm -hmm. And then they either follow it as far as copying it or they follow and then try to do a little bit more or yeah. a little, you know, push one up. Yeah, 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 yeah. One up. That's that's exactly what I'm the one up. Yeah. Um, so I think I feel like that's easy to do and get caught up in because everyone else is doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. So to to be, you know, to walk circumspectly or to be careful how you walk mm -hmm. is a whole different ball game. Yeah, because. I feel like, you know, the whole YOLO, everyone's just full throttle, wow. you know, pin, pinned, you know, pedal to the floor, yeah. you know, like ever, that's how everyone's trying to live their life right now. And they think that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be independent and just, you know, live like it's their last day and pin it, um, which almost there, you know, they should live like it is our last day here on earth that we're about to meet our maker, you know, mm. like that is a, a way of thinking, but the do whatever you want until then mentality is where we're failing yeah. you know, as a society, a culture, et cetera. And 
me and my house, we're going to walk, you know, circumspectly as far as my wife and I, we try our and do, you know, try to do our best as far as leading our children in that same way uh, in form. And then also, you know, we personally try to walk our lives uh, in a way that honors God and is, is careful and circumspectly, but also then 16 says, you know, make the most of every opportunity or redeem the time. It's no killing time. It's rede- redeeming the time. So mm-hmm. it's, trying to buy back time it's trying to do so much that it's redeeming it rather than just wasting it yeah yeah two favorite words in there right are that circumspectly and redeeming Mm -hmm. because circumspectly has like a an interesting profile of how we are to act to walk to be you know as christians yeah because a lot of a lot of worldly thought would say that you need to compromise to reach right you need to compromise to reach right so if you want to reach the youth then you need to act like a youth mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you want to reach the elderly then you have to act like an elderly mm-hmm. you know that 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 walk circumspectly it's just saying that we have a specific calling a specific path and we need to be careful to stay on that and it says to walk yes like so it's passing through yeah. right so, not standing still right so 100 so i feel like that verse was like key for this topic too yes. because it's it's we're making a motion we're not just sitting there lazily or killing the time you right know, we we're are redeeming too, we're it redeeming it walk it yeah and you you're able to you know redeem something that would have been lost mm-hmm. as well and that's something that you know when we look at how we grasp the concept of time it doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. So you, you can't, you can't hit the rewind button, Mm. but you could look forward and redeem your time, right? You could not waste your time is probably, you know, a simpler way to put it. You cannot waste your time doing things that you were not called to do. Right. Mm. And some of us from the, from a fleshly standpoint, myself included, right. We tend to waste time on thoughts and ruminating on things that they have no value in the kingdom of heaven or trying to figure out, you know, why this happened or why this person is doing this mm. or what's happening. Like, you know, work is a great example for, for everybody, right? Where you experience those things at work where you're like, are you kidding me? Right. And then mm. you start to kind of go into thoughts about, you know, whatever, when all of that is wasted time, you could just be redeeming the time by getting back to work mm. and honoring the Lord. Yeah. Like he'll work that out if right. he wants it to be worked out. If not, go do what you're called to do. Yeah. Right. Stop. Stop wasting time. Go redeem it. Right. Go redeem the time. Start walking circumspectly. Get back on the path, Nicholas. <laughs> and I feel like you're talking to right there. So hot behind the neck. Right hot behind the neck. <laughs> that was more for me. I'm so sorry, Lord. I'm so sorry. Yeah, definitely more for me. But <laughs> Matthew chapter seven, uh, verses thirteen through fourteen say, "Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction." And there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are a few who find it. Mm. And that's what I was mentioning earlier about us staying on that path that has already been cut. We just got to stay on it. It's not like we need a compass uh, and a map. You know, we don't need those things, right? We don't need GPS, right? Unless it's uh, God's uh, positions, right? but we don't need anything else just to focus on that narrow path. That's already cut. It's already called there. Mm. We just have to stay on it. Don't get off the path. Don't be curious about what's happening here and there. Just, just keep passing through. Which 
that's the hard part. And that's yeah. what's so crazy that it is when you logically try to put it together, it seems so simple. You know, in our head, we're like, man, it's just don't do that and do this. That's it. Boom. What? Done. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's, you know, from, we're coming from a perspective that we now have that knowledge of Jesus and we have accepted him and we know that that narrow path is all we need to stay on. We have an armor on us that we put on every single day that we can walk down that path and not be distracted or curious or deflected or swayed because we have all these aren't all the armor on to to protect us from those types of things but those those i almost said those fools those people that are <laughs> wow those people that are walking um as fools you know the people that are walking um in the way of the world or the ways of the world um they can they they're so blinded and then those scales are there that they don't understand they can't think past that moment i mean we, yeah. we were talking about this before we even started recording about people that live for that that moment of the week or that mm -hmm. thing they get to do once a week yeah. and it's their like you know their uncle rico moment where they're gonna uncle they're rico. gonna make you know right. they're gonna they're gonna get on espn <laughs> web gems and then <laughs> you know wait till next week and do it again um, but you know, and I'm like, I, I, that was convicting to me. And that's why I still remember it because I remember being in that spot, like yeah. not necessarily thinking like that, like, you know, making jokes of it, but being serious about it where I can't wait till this next game. Cause I'm going to do this, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, you know, I'm going to show this, you know, so like, you know, it's a mentality of, um, really unfocused on what really matters it's just focused on this material thing or the, mm -hmm. and then before you know it a whole week week goes by and then it's that next thing again you just lost a whole week because all you anticipated was that next game or friday or whatever party yeah. or whatever it may be fill in the blank you know mm -hmm. what you where you were but you know when when we then are saved and we have this now heavenly homeland perspective mm -hmm we're now looking at things differently and we should be walking in a way that shows that too. It's not just that, that word, you know, Ecclesiastes five says talk is cheap, you know, like right, fear God instead, up. you yeah. know, like that's, that's what that, that, you know, and that's funny because that's like a, at my work, we've used that exact uh, phrase talk is cheap. Hmm. And I love to bring that up to customers and everybody because, Oh, did you know, by the way, that's a uh, biblical, and they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, look it up. And so then and it kind of like hooks people in to talk about the Bible a little bit. Right. Um, but it's a, a true statement. Talk is really cheap because our actions are always going to speak louder than yep. those words. Yeah. And that's something that from a ministry standpoint, from a witness standpoint, uh, from a leader in our home standpoint is something that we have to really take to heart mm -hmm. um, because either way. No matter where you're going, you are cutting a path. Mm. And mm. people are going to follow you because they see you. And they're like, okay, this is where I go, right? Whether it's our, our wives, our children, our friends, even coworkers, right? They may not necessarily agree with, you know, what our faith stands for. Mm. But, you know, if you went to that person and said, hey, come here real quick, they're going to follow you. Mm. They're going to follow you. Mm -hmm. Where are you taking them? Yeah. Nicholas. True. Where are you taking them? Amen. All right. Um, the last thing that I wanted to, um, that I wanted to point out, um, that the Lord kind of put on my heart, um, was second Timothy, um, chapter four, 
verses seven through eight, uh, because of what what Paul says, right? His last letter, kind of closing notes, but something that we should be striving for because we are truly just passing through. You know, Paul talks the most about likening our walk to a race that you have been signed up for. Mm. Um, and, and the way that he kind of frames frames it here, you could see how you know he is encouraging all of us to finish well. Mm-hmm. So in verse 7, he says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not only, not me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. You see, Paul is trying to encourage Timothy, one, to finish the race. Understand that he kept that fight, that he already cut that path. He's like, I, I'm, I'm almost there. He's like, I can see it. I can taste it. I know it's coming. Everything that I went through was worth it, not only for himself and his walk, but for everybody that's coming after him. Mm. If we're just passing through, we're not trying to skate through unseen, Mm. right? We should actually do the opposite and try to be loud and obnoxious on our way through so that people would understand that this is a path you should go on. This is where you should be following. It's that by faith, you can do everything that you just saw in the hall of faith and you can walk on this path and get to the same place that I'm going and see the same savior that I'm going to see mm. and be in the same house and abode that I'm going to be in. And I love how, how Paul kind of steps through the, all of second Timothy, knowing that, you know, that, that, that's his last letter um, because it's like so much encouragement and understanding. And, but it's also like, for me personally, like a fuel for the fire, mm. right? Like who, you know, I don't consider myself a Paul nowhere near what that man has done by any means. But I hope that I could be a witness to people the way that Paul was a witness to people. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, we all, we all, you know, would love to be half the man as Paul of, that Paul was as far as that goes. Like, mm-hmm. But we do all have that sphere of influence mm-hmm. that we will make an impact for, for him, for Jesus, you know. And if, mm-hmm. um, like you said, be loud and obnoxious, like you know, not in a bad way, in a disorderly way, but right. in a way that, you know, it just made me think of yesterday getting onto the freeway has like the meters, right? The red light, green light, go one car per time. Mm-hmm. The red light c- comes on and it just wrote, someone wrote devil on it. And then the green light came on and then someone wrote Jesus on it. Oh, And I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. I was like, but you are also tagging in graffiti. You know, like, so technically breaking the law. So it's like, that's like that line, you know, you gotta, you gotta figure out where to draw that. Um, but I, I, I personally, I thought it was really cool, but I'm not saying go right on walls and stuff. I kind of feel like that's to, what you're saying. To anybody right? listening. You're advocating. Um, I know, right. The facing a public property. Sorry. It's okay. I Take appreciate it, it. I like it. Can we like let's do it? Rebuttal. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> That's not what you said. My bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was saying to go back. Okay. <laughs> not keep going. <laughs> See, I do feel the fire, don't I? Okay, see? <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, um, but yeah, to to my final verses, the final verse that I had to kind of end um this um just passing through topic. Um we are just passing through, but it's because we have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's not just um, a, a hopeless walk. It's not just a, 
you know, drag your arms and, sh- and lower your shoulders and act like it's just, you know, a bummer being a Christian. Like, no, mm-hmm. we actually here for a purpose. You're here for a purpose. Whoever's listening, um, God's fulfilling your purpose if you allow him to mm-hmm. by walking in obedience putting that faith into practicality, putting it into your, your feet and actually walking it out. Mm-hmm. So Philippians 3, 20 mm-hmm. and 21 says, but we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. That's that hope we have. Look forward to to look forward to. We are citizens of heaven. Our our uh, our life, our our being belongs um, where we're going. So that's why we're just passing through, and we have something to look forward to. As in Him making our weak mortal bodies, changing them into glorious bodies like His own. Mm-hmm. So no matter what we go through, or what you're going through, or um, what you may have been through, the Lord is going to not only restore you but he's going to redeem that time and Mm. then make us into glorious beings in his presence for eternity so no matter what the years or whatever we go through here is going to be meaningless by the time we get Mm. there amen all right let's pray yeah all right dear jesus uh we just thank you for today we thank you for that hope that we have look uh to look forward to we thank you for coming here and um redeeming us and and setting that that narrow pathway for us to to make it to to our father in heaven and we just thank you for um, that hope we have to look forward to us in um, the dwelling place the the home of uh, of god himself and we just thank you for all that you um, have done up to this point but we also look forward to what you have in store for us as we walk uh, circumspectly lord i pray that we are found faithful and obedient to what you have us uh, to do and we just thank you for this time and um, uh, we just thank you for those that listen and we pray that um, you can bless them and keep them and um, also keep us all sickness and virus free we thank you we love you and it's in jesus name we pray amen amen don't forget jesus loves you and so do we Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you. And if possible, please post or share with anyone that may enjoy our podcast. Thank you and God bless.